Welcome to the Weight Loss for Fertility podcast. When you're trying to get pregnant, whether naturally or with the help of a fertility doctor, weight loss can better your chances of success. I'm Dr. Stephanie Fine, and I help you do just that. Let's go. Hello, fabulous. I hope your holiday season is going well so far. We're going to talk about making it easier here. Okay, so last week we talked about making a conscious, realistic decision about how you want your month to go. So we're not going to be unconscious about it. We're going to make a decision. Did you do that? Did you decide either to lose, to gain consciously, or to stay the same? Now, if you didn't, now is the time to do it. It's a good idea because then you have that lens of how you're looking at all the things that happen during the holiday month or six weeks, or however long you want to say, the parties, the traditions, the office, all that sort of thing. So the tricky part is remembering the decision in the thick of it. Okay, and that's what we're talking about today. But remember, it was a realistic decision. You had full knowledge of all the plans and traditions that were happening. So the traditions and the parties, you looked ahead, you knew what was coming, and then you made a realistic decision about losing weight, about consciously gaining, or about maintaining. And you knew what it would take and what you your ability would be, what you thought your ability would be. Of course, we're not 100%. We don't always know everything, but we do the best we can. We make the best decisions we can. And then remember, we're having our back. So have you had that experience of having your back, of hearing your inner rebel or your inner sugar plum fairy (laughs) goad you into eating more than you wanted, but you felt calm in your original decision? That would be an example of having your own back, okay, knowing that you had a good reason for the decision that you made. And hopefully that was helpful when the inevitable happened that you had that part of your voice that was going to tell you to go ahead and have it, okay? How'd you handle it? Hopefully with a lot, a lot of kindness, because that's all we do here. There's no meanness. Meanness does not work, so we don't do it. Hopefully you had some knowing also, if you were were confronted with a situation like that, that you that you knew that you'd hear that inner manipulator and that you had a plan going forward. Okay, maybe it was just reminding you that you had a goal or that you made a decision that you were happy with and that you already had some of like, let's say like a special treat or this isn't the best, you know, cookie. I'm going to wait until next Wednesday when my favorite cookie is there, you know, that sort of thing. So those are some of the ways, but we're going to talk about it more. Having a plan is always a good idea. And it will get you so far along the path of sustainable weight loss. And in fact, that is one of the main hacks that I have for you today. Okay, so planning. When it comes to holiday parties and even the workplace during the holidays, a plan will get you where you want to go. A plan will always get you where you want to go. But it's especially true with holidays and traditions and parties and office stuff. Okay, so in line with your grand decision for the holidays which remember was lose conscious gain or staying the same. How do you handle holiday parties, workplace treat explosions and family traditions? That's the question we're answering today. Okay, and here's the quick answer. The two ideas are planning and environmental control. Okay, those are the biggies. So let's talk about how planning can help you with parties, traditions and the workplace. Okay. 
When you looked at your month and you were making a decision about whether you're going to be able to realistically lose, stay the same, or consciously gain some weight, you looked at where the parties are happening. How many? How, what, what kind? Are they particularly yummy? Are they particularly anxiety producing? Are they, you know, what what's going on with them? And then you could, you could future forecast, you could think of yourself being there and how you were going to feel and what you were going to do. Okay, that's, that was the original idea with looking ahead and making the decision. So now we're going to do that on a week by week basis. And I love looking at a week at a time, like a week as a unit of time, rather than a day. Because in a week, we know, especially things like weekends, but with party holiday parties, we'll know where the higher calorie meals are going to be. Once we have those in place, and of course, we've decided to go to those parties, right? We're not talking about parties you're not going to, which of course is a decision you can make, right? So there are, I mean, you may be so determined that you know that there's a particular party that you don't really want to go to and it's only downsides. So you decide, I'm staying home. Perfect. But you don't have to. (laughs) Remember, these are all realistic decisions that you're making. So if there's parties that you want to go to, awesome. Let's just think about them. Are they really have good food? Do they have lots of your favorites? Is it a place where you're anxious and you um, don't know a lot of people, so then you tend to find yourself at the, you know, hors d'oeuvre table or drinking more than you normally want to? So those are things we're going to talk about. It's important to know that I love looking at a week because then you put in where those um, higher calorie potential meals are, and then you can fill in the rest, right? So then the rest can be your dependable meals you really like, but that aren't high calorie, you don't tend to overeat them, they get the job done, you feel fueled, you feel good, and you can move on. They're not tricky, they're not triggering, they're not anything, they're just the normal meals that you'll make sure you have what you need in the in the refrigerator. And there's, you know, 21 meals in the week, and maybe there's 14 that you feel really good about. Awesome. Then that's only seven that you have to think about more strategically. Maybe it's only four. Maybe it's only two. Amazing. So planning in terms of parties and traditions, actually, a week at a time will really help you. So then you can also plan, when am I going to the market? When am I, you know, When's this party? When's that party? So looking at a week ahead is very, very helpful. So planning. Okay, so planning with the party. Also, the other part of planning can be, do you know the menu at the party? Now, I mean, you certainly can can ask the host if that's if you're in a position to do that. That's amazing. You, this may be a party you go to every single solitary year. You know exactly what's going to be there. So that's helpful. And when you're thinking of what's at the party, it's so great to to focus in on your very favorite things. Because it's it's the holidays. If that's part of the thing that you love about holidays is the spiced pe- pecans at, you know, Gracie's cocktail party. Amazing. Plan to have them. But if you don't particularly like the other things that are there, then 
then make sure you're focusing on the thing that you really like and then you can leave the rest because it's not even your favorite. You don't you don't need it. You don't love it. You can focus in on the thing that you like. That kind of plan works so beautifully because that's not de- deprivation or restriction. That's having what you want and then feeling fine about not having the rest of it because it's not your favorite. Now, if everything's your favorite, we definitely lean on the hunger scale. Eating when you're hungry, stopping when you're satisfied. Okay? Not full. So we're always going to use that because that's really going to be helpful. And then we really lean into it if we're at some place that it's all our favorite foods. So we take, you know, a little of everything and then stop when we're satisfied. Now, one of the other things about parties, especially if you love the food, but it could also be the other way around. But sometimes, especially if you get into the habit of your eating early, like let's say you normally have dinner at 5.30 or 6 or 6.30, but the party's called for 7.30. So there are a couple ways we could do that. Again, this falls under planning for parties, is you can eat your normal dinner at 5.30 and then just plan to go to the party and not eat because you're not hungry. That is really an option. You can go, you can decide I'm going to have a glass of wine. You could go and decide I'm going to walk around with a club soda. You know, it depends where you are in your cycle and what you've decided to do. But you could you could do that. You could have your dinner, feel satisfied, not full from your dinner, and then know that they have your favorite, um, what is that, uh, like a log I can't think of that. I'm thinking of, you know, that spiral cake. It looks like a log. They have the candied mushrooms. Anyway, Yule log or fruit cake or, um, you know, uh, wedding cookies. I don't know, whatever. They have your favorite dessert. Perfect. Plan to have some dessert. But you're coming not starving. Sometimes what we'll do is we'll think, oh, it, you know, they're calling dinner for 7.30. But by that time, you're so hungry that you're going to eat the cheese and the Ritz and everything else. And then you're going to and then you're just stuffed. So you're uncomfortable. We don't have to do that. Now, the other thing is if you want to have dinner then later, but you're hungry earlier because you normally eat, then have something. Have something before you go. I always recommend protein because that satisfies, that stays with you and you you don't tend to overeat it and it won't be something that spikes your insulin, right? If we have something carb snacky, it can spike our insulin and we actually end up being very hungry by the time we're having food at the party. So I like having some sort of protein before I go so that I'm not starving. Remember, this all goes under planning. Don't go starving, plan for your favorites, look at your week and know where the higher calorie stuff is. The other part that can go under planning, especially for parties, are things like what is your plan if you're bored out of your mind? Now, you can leave. That's one thing you can do. Um, but let's say you're going with a partner and you know it's their work thing, whatever, then, you, then I, I want you to come up with a plan. Because all too often, what our brain will offer us is to go stand near the cheese plate or have more glasses of wine than we wanted to have or finish the plate, even though it's not the the rubber chicken isn't so good. So having a plan. So if number one, you've decided to go, right? You could decide not to go. That's one, one way of doing it. Another way is if you decide to go, how are you going to make the most of it? 
are, are you going to um, decide you're going to meet a new person? Maybe there's one person there that you are looking forward to talking with and, and connecting with. Great. If you don't know a lot of people, maybe there's a question you're going to ask each person. What was your favorite Christmas present ever? And what's so great about this is it just takes a little thinking ahead. I mean, so you don't have to you don't have to plan this weeks and weeks in advance. You can decide one question. Oh, you know what? Every time I go to this party, I'm really bored. Maybe I leave and it's at a beautiful place and I walk around and I look at things. Maybe, you know, there's there are many decisions that you can make, but make them ahead of time so you don't find yourself sort of just eating for boredom. Same with anxiety. Some of us have like, maybe not diagnosable social anxiety, but we just get we just get nervous at these sort of things. Have a plan for that. Talk to a friend before you go have a coaching session, a therapy session, decide with your partner how you're going to handle it. Maybe you are going to go for less time than you normally do. Maybe once you get there and you have a friendly face, you, you feel better. Maybe you want to plan some questions to ask people. All of the, I love weight loss because a lot of it is getting to know yourself. There is no problem if you get bored. There is no problem if you get anxious. The problem is if you eat food to solve those problems. That ends up with extra weight that we don't want and we don't need. And it's it doesn't solve the problem. <laughs> the thing. So now you've eaten more food, you're uncomfortable, and you're still bored, and you're still anxious. So we want to get in touch with how we feel about going to parties, how we feel about this particular party, and then make a plan for how we're actually going to deal with it. Maybe you're exhausted. Maybe you maybe you beg out early. Maybe you don't go. All of these things are important things to know. And it goes into traditions too. Because now planning, remember, we're talking about planning as a really good idea in how we handle the holidays. And the traditions are also one. So, you know, family parties can be part of traditions, but there's also other traditions that you may want to plan for. So baking cookies, you know, sleigh ride, I don't know, hot chocolate, eggnog, like certain traditions can be super important for you. There may be ones that you hate. Permission granted not to do them, but if that doesn't feel like an option, then just, then how can it be something that you enjoy more or enjoy period? And if food is part of it, but it's not your favorite, don't do it. But if it is your favorite, awesome. Plan for it in the week. Know that that's going to be one of your higher calorie times and balance it out. Maybe go for a walk on a different day. It's knowing that's really helpful. And of course, we're always remembering our hunger scale, stopping when we're satisfied, not full. Also with a tradition like maybe cookie baking, like what's the fun part of it? Is it the eating of the cookies? Sometimes it really isn't. Sometimes it's being with the kids or being with your sister or it's the connecting or it's the shopping or it's the making a mess or it's the laughing or it's the music that you're listening to. It it doesn't 
it's not always the food. We think it is, right? And and th- that makes sense because like, let's say if it's cookie baking, it's all melded into one. But really, if you think about it, and this again goes under planning, you're thinking about it, it's the music and and connecting with your sister. Amazing. Then focus on that part. The eating of the cookies becomes less important. Beautiful, beautiful. Connecting does fill us up. So that's a little hint. Look for the connecting pieces. That's usually the place that you enjoy yourself the most. And then at the parties and with the traditions, focus on the enjoyment. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. If food's part of it, enjoy that food. Enjoy it. Really experience it. And that makes it memorable and connects all the other good feelings to it. And when we overeat the food parts of this, it, it doesn't feel good. So it's, it's actually we're heightening our enjoyment by stopping when we're satisfied, not full. The other planning piece is workplace. So a lot of us work in offices or, or that end up with so many food gifts so many food gifts, hospitals, doctors' offices, teachers, every, like food gifts, food gifts, food gifts. So planning here, it can be important. And that may be something like, I'm going to bring my lunch so I don't have to go into the kit, the office kitchen. Or I, I will bring my, my drinks again so I can av- avoid going in, maybe bring my own snacks. And that actually brings me to the other idea for how to navigate weight loss during the holidays, which is environmental control. So in the office, it's, it's particularly helpful that if you don't see it, you it may not be a problem. And so avoiding the places where the candy bowl is or the cookies or whatever can really be helpful. Remembering the goal that you have and also eating only when you're hungry and stopping when you're satisfied can help that too. Again, if it's your favorites, just make sure you're planning for it. It's part, if it, you really love it, then it's part of your lunch. It's before full. So incorporate it into the lunch if that's what you want. Okay, but the environmental control, I love environmental control and it's not the end all be all. For holidays, it's a great idea because holidays is different. It's Holidays is a very different time. There are so many more candies and cookies and chocolates and things. I mean, really. But ideally, we want to be able to be around those and not hear the call, not feel out of control around them. And that we will be talking about that through the year for sure, because that's something that I do with my clients. We get to that, we can get to that point where it's not a problem. It's it's not a problem. These things feel very natural. It's it's easy to eat when we're hungry and stop when we're satisfied. We like to incorporate the things we need to incorporate, and we're not using food to solve our emotional problems. And I don't mean emotional problem, but I mean is like bored or anxious or the things we talked about before. So that's ideal. But in the meantime, and something like like holidays, environmental control can be really helpful. And so we talked about the office kitchens, right? So out of sight, out of mind. The gifts and the traditions. So having it in your house can be tricky. Again, putting it in the pantry. The other thing, and this I know people, this is very challenging. 
well, the two ways. If we're getting it out of sight, we can put it in the pantry. If we're if you don't want it in the house, we can give it away. So you can you you know accept it or have it or you've made the cookies or whatever. And instead of having them around, you're now giving them away, which is you know a lovely thing. Like it's spreading the joy. <laughs> but the other thing you can do with food gifts that you don't want, and you don't want them because they're not your favorite, you don't like them, you can throw them away. I know that can feel shocking. <laughs> it's very, it can be very challenging to throw away food. Here I'm even just talking about sweets that you don't want. But I, the way I think about it is it's either in the garbage can or you're the garbage can. And you are 100% not a garbage can. And so throwing stuff away that you don't want to have around is a real option. I like to think about get, the gift was the love that was made. They, the, you cannot throw away the love in the gift. The giving of the gift, it, you don't get more love by actually like chewing up and swallowing the cookie. The fact that the cookie was made with you in mind is a beautiful gift. But you don't get any more love or more points or anything more for actually having to chew every single cookie and swallow them all. That is not an obligation that you have taken on by someone giving you uh, a plate of cookies. The sincere gratitude for the thoughtfulness is beautiful. The thoughtfulness itself is beautiful. The cookies do not have to be eaten for you to feel that love. Just a thought. So planning and environmental control are two ways to support your holiday goal for weight loss or whatever decision you made about the holiday season. Planning is beautiful in all the ways we spoke about. Environmental control can be beautiful. That can be really helpful. And then these are ways that support you having your back in the decision that you've made at the beginning or last week or whenever you're going to make that decision about what you want for your holidays. Practicing these things, practicing writing down the things that you're eating, practicing eating when you're hungry and stopping when you're satisfied, and then practicing planning for how you want your parties to look, your meals to look, your traditions to look, your favorites to look. All these things will make such a difference for your enjoyment of the holidays and for your waistline come January 1st. I'm giving you lots of love. Please ask me any questions and you can email me. Go to my website, stephaniefinemd.com and you can contact me there. Ask me any questions you're interested in hearing on this podcast. I would love to answer them. All right. Happy, happy, happy holidays. You're doing great. I will talk to you next week. Mwah. If you follow, share, rate and review this podcast, you'll be helping it reach others just like you and making their journey with weight loss and fertility just a bit easier. Lighten their load. Share in your groups and social media. Thank you, fabulous.